It's that podcast with no intro, the GCB Podcast. Hey everybody, season three, episode one of the GCB Podcast. Pat Boyd here. Dabs here too. It's uh, your original flavor. With just Pat and Dabs to them. If you were a superhero of choice, who would be your your spiritual equivalent? Who would be your superhero? Oh, I... I I don't know. I, I, I want to say Ant-Man just because I feel like Paul Rudd is already my spiritual uh, spirit animal, spiritual equivalent. <laughs> I, I just think everything Paul Rudd does is uh, hilarious to me. So, yeah, let's go Ant-Man. Yeah, I'm looking, for- about you, Pat? I'm looking forward to the sequel, Ant-Man and the Wasp. Um, for me... I want to say Spider-Man. The problem is I don't have the smarts of Spider-Man. You know, I don't have those the Peter Parker science chops. <laughs> so have you seen Infinity War yet or no? I'm going to see it on Sunday. Yeah. Yeah, I just bought tickets for Tuesday. I, I sort of looked into seeing it this weekend. But I really drugged my feet in terms of pre-ordering tickets, and the only ones available for this weekend were, like, literally for every showtime. I, I don't know about the really late ones, but I'm not going to watch a three-hour movie at midnight. Um, but, uh, like, every reasonable showtime that I could find, the only available seats were the ones right up against the screen. I actually want to enjoy the movie instead of having neck pains for two and a half hours of the three. So. I mean, it's I entertainment. Know. Yeah, who wants to have a cramped neck when you can't even view the whole screen? You can see, like, the nostril of Iron Man. <laughs> exactly, right? Uh, so, that I'm trying to avoid any spoilers for. Yeah, I'm not... I, I know, I know. Solar liked it and saw it and enjoyed it, even though he put on that thread, uh, no spoilers, just whatever he put on there, which I'm sure is just like on Facebook telling us to go watch it, don't read anything else. I st- I'm still afraid to open it because I don't trust everyone else. I opened it and I read very casually, uh, not too in depth, just in case. Um, that's sort of how I've been approaching any. Avengers related material lately just in case something's in there and hopefully nothing catches my eye but I'm even being cautious on discord because I saw yesterday or the day before Sift post that he had already read the ending for the movie so yeah that's making me very I'm gonna be you know let me chill out from everything in a little bit but until I see it on Sunday then I'll peruse the interwebs yeah, it's funny. It's It almost seems like people have gotten more respectful of spoilers lately um, than they were maybe five years ago. Or maybe that's a weird impression I'm making up in my head. But, like, remember the whole, like, Snape kills Dumbledore thing was, like, this huge spoiler revelation that everybody found out in advance? I, as far as I can tell from when people have who have seen Infinity War, will post something on Facebook. And all they'll pretty much say is, Infinity War, damn. And that gives 
can be intrigued, but you know they're not openly talking about what happens in the movie, right? If anything, they're just conveying hype. But is it positive or negative hype? Because damn, could I, be, I, you know. I interpret it as like damn. Uh, it, it, it's enough that not that it was a bad movie, damn, but like damn shit went down type damn. Like damn, like that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like if like if you saw the Sixers just win a series. Oh yeah, I said damn a lot. <laughs> I, I'm pretty excited about that team. They are fun to watch. Yeah, I see. I see you're excited about that team. So they're they're playing really well. Um, the Rockets' final game against the Timberwolves, I think went more how I was no offense to any Minnesota fans out there, but I didn't think they were going to struggle as much as they did with the T-Wolves. The Sixers, who do they have next? Uh, So I believe they'll have the winner of Boston versus Milwaukee. Um, I'm not exact. Series was that I think Boston had a one-game lead and that they played and it was another tight game last night. They're tied I right now. I know they're tied right now. Is it 3-3? Three, three? Yeah, 3-3. Three, three. So, yeah. so I know Boston's very depleted with injuries, so I'm not too concerned about them. And I, I think the Sixers are a much better team than the Bucks. So I, not to get ahead of myself, but I, I would hope they can perform pretty well in that next series. AG would know better than me. It's funny. Every, everyone in the area is really getting on that bandwagon now. Uh, a lot of people I know, like I know a lot of hardcore Sixer fans. Like my brother is, has been all in on the process for the last, you know, four years or so and goes to games really frequently. He had a, uh, a ticket plan this year, but he's been to all the playoff games. Um, but Embiid, Joel Embiid, showed up at my wife's, the church that she went to growing up. Um, and he went to, like, mass on Sunday night there. And now they have – I drove past it on my way into work this morning, and it says, uh, Joel Embiid plays here – or uh, not plays here, prays here, do you. Go Sixers. So now uh, even the churches are getting in on uh, the Sixers' success to try to coerce people into going to church. I see Philly is a real sports fan city. I mean, established teams. Out of the – because you go to the soccer games too. What, what's your local soccer team over there? Yeah, the Union. The Union. So, you know, you got the Union, you got the Phillies, you got the Eagles, you got the Sixers. Um and the Flyers. And the Flyers. Um, out of all of those sporting organizations and teams, what's the most fun for you to go see in your city? Uh, well, I mean, I'm sort of in a... Definitely don't speak for everyone in the city, but like I'm a soccer head, uh, obviously. That team. My number one team at this point. Uh, as a kid growing up, it was always Phillies, Phillies, Phillies. That's like my first love, first passions, I think, with baseball. 
but I mean, this is a hundred percent without a doubt. Any key. So your audio was cutting out. Did you, did you say that the the union the soccer games is is your choice now? Is that what you were saying? Uh, yeah, yeah. Sorry, uh, I just went under a tunnel. Um, yeah. At this point, for me personally, it's the union. It's soccer, just because I don't know. That's what I've gotten into. But growing up, uh, it was always with Phillies uh, and like baseball, and that was always my first love. But the city as a whole, it's all Eagles all the time. Like Eagles first, second, third, and then everyone else comes sort of afterwards. Like even when the Eagles were trash garbage, that's all sports radio and like the common person would want to talk about. Really, it's definitely an Eagles town. Uh, second, it would be a, I think the Phillies has a lot of nostalgia for a lot of people. And I think when the Phillies are good, they have a very, very high ceiling for popularity. Uh, the Sixers also, I think Philly is like a really big basketball town. And when the Sixers are good, they have a incredibly high ceiling uh, for popularity. And the Flyers are niche, but their fan base is die hard. They sell out every game, no matter what. It, it, they just don't have as high of a ceiling for popularity. But if they went on a run, everybody would get on board, too. Um, I'm not going to kid myself. Soccer isn't enough at this point for uh, to be anything more of a niche for a lot of people. Is your wife loving that, too? Or is that all you for the soccer games? Uh, she likes it. She goes to games once in a while. She has fun with them. But, uh, I mean, she's not a big sports person in general. If I, if she had to pick it, she'd go Phillies, I, I think, without a doubt. Yeah, I can see that. It's I can see why you would say the Eagles. I'm sure it's always – that's just – everybody's proud of their football team, especially when it's a established football team. I mean, unless, like, you're in Cleveland. <laughs> I'm just joking, guys. No, I'm not joking. I'm serious. <laughs> oh, boy, Cleveland. So Yeah, I, I mean, I, I can't imagine, like, even if the Sixers win the parade or even, like, the Phillies winning, like, back in 2008, like, I, I don't think anything's going to top, like, the, the Eagles finally winning the Super Bowl at this point. But, I, I mean, people still be on on board for anyone else that goes on a run. I mean, the, we had a horse in the Kentucky Derby a few years back called Smarty Jones, and that's all anyone in the city was talking about. So it, it's pretty absurd the way um, people latch on to sports in the city. It's we're pretty bloodthirsty. I think if the if I were to dream and imagine the Texans ever winning the Super Bowl, maybe the majority of the city would see that as like the biggest dream of, of a sporting win for our city. But I think the Astros with the World Series last year would surpass it for me just because it's the whole series instead of just one day, like with the Super Bowl. You know what I mean? Yeah. And well, and the Astros roots run pretty deep in houston right i mean i know i know you guys had the oilers but the, you had that yeah the astros are time. 
the Astros are far more established. The the Texans, they've been around for over a decade, but they're still a young team in, in comparison to like Dallas with the Cowboys. Yeah. You know, surprisingly, Texas only, as big as this state as Texas is, we only have two National Football League teams. Which doesn't make sense to me. Um, I think California has so many teams in any sport. Um, but yeah, the Texans, they haven't been around near as long. The Astros are very, you know, they, they have a, a long history with the city. And then there's the Astrodome. Everybody... If you don't know the Astros, you probably, if you were born, I guess in the mid-90s, maybe you wouldn't know of the Astrodome, but anything before that, you probably heard of the Astrodome. Or, or at the very least, AstroTurf, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, so uh, speaking of the boards, we just recently wrapped up the user battles thank you mr hero for those um yeah was that fun for you did you have a good time I, honestly i personally didn't pay too much attention to it i i've lost a lot of interest in a lot of those events you're a busy man you're a dad you got work yeah i i mean to me it, there's just not much involved right like i I, I notice myself gravitating towards more in-depth conversations than just come in, make a pick, and leave type stuff. Which, you know, I, that's why I, I almost prefer like Rams, overrated, underrated type stuff more. Which he's starting a new one of, by the way, because there's like room for discussion. At least, at the very least, there's room in the early rounds. For people to justify what they're saying about and why they're picking things. I kind of feel like... The user battles, it's just, you know, people vote to even things up a lot of the time, and then or they just, you know, they're just picking who they know better. I kind of feel like we're pitting Maple against Maple here on the GCB podcast today. Is that what's (laughs) going on? Are we saying that Ram is a more highbrow event holder than uh mr hero his his maples no 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 i'm not saying that (laughs) i'm saying i personally enjoy rams stuff better but i appreciate hero for keeping the user battles going because that's an old gcb staple right you know there's something to be said about tradition i think hero is well i there's a few people but hero's a bit of a GCB historian at this point, right? You can keep the uh, old, the days of old tradition going. Yeah, I guess I always think of Hero and Moo with those, with that type of title. Um, speaking of more, I guess, conversation on the boards rather than just, I think my uh-huh. interaction on the boards is more typically just I don't have a lot of time. Like, it's frequent, my time, but it's not a lot at once. Like, it might be me just glancing real quick. And it's always for my phone. Um, I'm usually not on a computer, laptop, keyboard. So, is that how you normally post from your phone? Um, 
Honestly, no, I hate posting from my phone because I I don't really like the way it lays out, and I don't download Tap Talk or anything like that because I don't like having that app on my phone, really. Um, I usually browse directly in my browser still uh, on the laptop. Usually, if I have some downtime at work, I'll open it up, or uh, if there's any downtime at home, I'll maybe pull it up on my iPad, but... It, which I, I'll blame all my typos on the iPad and autocorrect stuff and uh, fat fingers. <laughs> but uh, I think uh, yeah, I don't I don't like browsing on my phone. But I know a lot of that's like a lot of people's exclusive method. That's the way I use uh, GCB the majority of the time, and I think my posts reflect from that as well because. <clears throat> Usually, whatever I post is just like a quick, condensed thought. Um, maybe also if I read on something that I am interested in, but I know that I'm not enough of a authority on the subject, I'll refrain from speaking on it just because, I mean, what's the point of me speaking a lot on something that I really don't know a lot about, but I'm interested in? So yeah, if I, I don't feel like I, I have something myself. to contribute, then I'll just read. Yeah, I, I find myself doing that a lot and then liking posts just to prove I was there. <laughs> There's a dab spotting. Dabs was here. Yes, I, I'm like marking my territory. We need GCB graffiti. A way to just... Speaking of, I, I love the uh, Dillo resurgence that recently happened. He came back out of nowhere. And with some high-quality Dillo posts, so. The, all I saw, I saw the um, Happy Birthday April thread, and I know that he posts one every year, but I didn't follow the thread, so I guess he kept posting in it. Uh, yeah, I think he may have ventured into a couple other threads. I can't remember um, exactly which ones they were. But, you know, Dillo was always one of the funnier posters, in my opinion, and uh, he, he has not missed a beat I've had no real interaction with him because whenever I first came onto the boards he'd already he was already long gone I guess and I remember someone asking me do you like armadillos and I had no frame <laughs> of reference now I get the joke yes the, the classic new person question that has to be asked all the time and and uh, it, you knew this though, right? He he's the one that drew the what we use as our podcast cover. Yeah, that yeah. group picture. Yeah, great artist. Yeah, that's an awesome picture. I mean, how many boards can say they have something like that? I don't know. Maybe more than I think, but I wouldn't think. <laughs> how many boards are left? <laughs> yeah, I, I feel like. I don't think the GCB is going anywhere. I think the boards are going to stay around. I don't think. Yeah, I don't think it's going anywhere either. And I, I think. I think even if it did go away, we would find a way to keep it going, and if not a direct successor, some sort of spiritual successor. I've been spending more and more time on Discord here lately, and. 
I'll see conversations go on. I want to get in and not. It's one of those things where it's kind of in the moment where either you can pick like if someone says something on Discord and no one was around to really respond right at that moment, then you can come in and respond on it or maybe respond on it later. But if the conversation's already long gone, then usually I'll just read on it and maybe not necessarily add to it. But I will probably post longer responses on there and get into deeper topics or conversation on there because you have someone there right there active responding and and you know you're just you're hearing thoughts so instant um it's more like a conversation i guess than it is it's weird because it is a conversation on the boards it just feels different i don't know they're both i like them both yeah they're really different uh honestly what you described is probably why i don't prefer discord is because if the conversation isn't currently in a spot that I find interesting, I won't jump in or I won't try to like steer the conversation. Uh, so it, like I, I almost need to, if I am, not that I'm on discord often, but when I am on discord, I feel like, uh, you know, I, you almost need to get lucky at times because you know, people need to be on there and active, and it needs to be a conversation you feel like chatting about. Because a lot of times I've been on Discord, it's just sort of been, hey, what's up? And then just, NM, you, NM. It's like that classic uh, AIM conversation that everybody used to have in high school that really was uh, talking for talk's sake. That's why I like the board format, because I can just sort of go and pick and choose topics that interest me and then most likely eventually get a response back even on the boards i think there's a number of things that probably really do interest me i just haven't taken the time to read yeah well well, yeah that's the thing with the boards too though it's like there's threads that i'll like read the topic but you know i won't necessarily click into it or take the time to read through so it's weird i i feel like there's not factions of the GCD, but there's definitely the people that are more active on Discord. There's the people that are more traditionally posting and active. And then there's like a group of lurkers or you know, almost even like the podcasters are almost like us are almost becoming a weird faction subset of ways for GCBers to interact with each other. I can see that. I feel... I mean, not that we've yeah. done this in quite a while. It's, it's been months. But. There was the martial arts episode probably a few months ago, but before that, I don't remember when the last uh, traditional episode was. So, I mean, that's why we're calling this season three now, right? <laughs> yeah, because we lost track of how many episodes we were up to in season two, I guess. You know, and it's also sort of funny that a podcast would have seasons. Yeah. But uh, we have had a lot of episodes at this point. I think we've made it much, much farther than anyone anticipated. Yeah, I hadn't considered that. over a year ago, right? Right, right. And and I hadn't considered that, but it is funny that we have seasons for the 
for the podcast. I don't. I, I think that's kind of like a unique quirkiness about the podcast is that we have seasons. Um, well, silly well, hope, hopefully we get into a groove and season three is more than one episode. You know, it's a bad start already, though, to season three and that neither of us have a drink. I know. It's disappointing. You're driving. Oh, no, I'm actually at home. I'm driving. But, yeah. I, I don't think I drank much during season two because most of my recordings were in the car. Yeah, season two was definitely the season of dabs driving. <laughs> well, uh, uh, season three, we may have a, uh, a live episode in person or at, at least a, uh, a bonus feature. I, you know, I figured we were going to do something for that. Um, it's going to be fun. It's yeah. definitely going to be fun. For those that don't know, I, I, we only really mentioned this briefly in our uh, weird letters to each other topic <laughs> that you made. Uh, but I will be visiting Houston, and me and Pav are going to meet up for a little bit on one of those days. So that should be fun. Yeah, I, I'm sure we too. could do a, a little bit like GCB meet style, you know, record a couple couple minutes on the memos app or whatever it was I used last time. So, we'll we'll do something. I mean, I'm sure it will be just a spur of the moment, you know, something quick, but we'll do something and it'll be fun. Yeah, yeah, no need to make our wives sit through uh, the two of us rambling to each other. Right. <laughs> What's funny is um, you're going to be coming to Houston in one of the hottest months, and you're yeah. over there in the Northeast. How, how hot does it even get in Philly? Um, oh, and what, it'll be late July. I mean, it would be typically at least in the 90s. I, I, I'd say mid-90s. Uh, throughout July and August isn't uncommon. Maybe it yeah. won't be too different, but I mean, granted, it's tropical humid in Houston as well. So yeah, it's it's really swampy, right? It so, is. It is. Like uh, right now, it's beautiful and comfortable. Like right now, I can go just sit on the back patio, and my dogs can be outside. I'll just be soaking in the sun and enjoying the backyard. But when it comes summertime, it's much less tolerable. Yeah, I mean, it gets pretty humid up here, but it, I imagine Houston's much worse uh, humidity-wise. Um, and, you know, I like, I know I said mid-90s, but I, it could realistically it could be anywhere between mid-80s and mid-90s. And, and, and if we're in a heat wave, you know, it peaks over 100 once in a while. But maybe a summer in... Philly is a summer that people could vacation to if they're coming from places like Florida where um or Houston even. But I know I've seen Troopa comment about how hot it would get in Florida. Um TGP Goat Pig seems to I don't know that he's had his first summer there, but he seems to have really been happy with the winter he's had there as opposed to what he would have had in Jersey. Avoiding the snow yeah. and the ice. Yeah, uh, congrats on the move, Go Pig. You are now Florida man. 
So we'll see how he likes the summer there. Maybe he has. I, I don't even remember. Maybe he's already had the summer there. So, well, he's really close to the coast, right? So I, I'm sure the ocean will relieve whatever humidity he gets. I've been to Florida in. Have I ever been to Florida in the summertime? Probably not. But I have been there in the springtime, and it was pretty beautiful that time of year. Have you traveled much internationally? Um, a little bit. So I've been, well, if you want to count Canada, I've been up there. Um, I've been to Italy and I've been to uh, a, a handful of Caribbean destinations. So I've been to like Mexico, Cancun area, Jamaica, Dominican Republic, uh, Bermuda, which isn't, technically the Caribbean, but still a sort of tropical island type place. <laughs> um, but I, I would love to get back to Europe in some capacity. I, I was lobbying really hard to go to London because the Eagles are going to play in London this year uh, in October. But I don't, my wife isn't really going for that. <laughs> yeah, I imagine not. I imagine she does not, if she goes to London... She wants it to be for a vacation, not for going to see a football game. Yeah, well, I was we were actually arguing about it last night. And she's like, well, I don't really want to go to London. If I'm going to Europe, I'd rather go to, like, Barcelona or Madrid or back to Italy or Ireland. Come on. Like, what what do you have against London? It's a world-class city. Why are you hating on London? And then she starts complaining about it. It's like, well, I don't want to go there for a football game, for sure. She's like, I don't even go to football games here. Why am I going to go to London to see a football game? So what I've always heard about traveling in Europe or the UK is that going from one place to another is really not that hard, and it's much easier to do than it is here in the States. So... Maybe, I mean, if, if you were to somehow take this vacation, only have the stay in London for the football game and take her some other places that are a little bit more, I don't like there's more to offer with the scenery. In London, you have all the history, you got a big city, you got the pubs, but it is kind of a dreary place from what I hear. It's not, you know, the most beautiful, like as far as natural surroundings go. Um, nothing like what I think Madrid or Barcelona would be like or... Um, like you know, south of France or Italy. Um, yeah. So I, I think she probably is looking more for a beautiful destination, you know, than. Oh, a hundred percent. Yes. I mean, all she wants to do is go to islands, and I need to like really coerce her into going to somewhere a little bit more cultured than a all inclusive resort, Americanized resort. Uh so we, we sort of ping pong back and forth between going to like a resort island type deal and then trying to go to, you know. Sounds like she's more so. An actual destination. Sounds like she more so wants to travel to relax, whereas you you want that, but you also want to expand on your interests. Oh, that's 100% yes. That's, and she she would agree with you. She wants to go on, if she's going on vacation, she wants to relax. That is her primary objective. 
So, which I can't fault her. Uh, the thing about, you know, bundling a London trip, especially one in October, with an extended European trip, is uh, she just doesn't want to be away from the kids that long. Yeah, who can blame so her? That, that, that's a problem, too. And you definitely, I mean, it would be really, at that age, it'd be really hard to take them with you. So. Oh, yeah. Uh, we've already determined they are not getting on a plane with us until they can carry their own luggage. <laughs> yeah, so you got that, well. That's the policy, yeah. So it doesn't sound like you're driving anymore. Are you home? No, I'm driving. I'm I'm in traffic. Um, so I'm going uh, 20 miles an hour on a 80-mile-an-hour road. Not you, 80, but... You actually drive out of Pennsylvania, don't you, for work? Uh, yeah, I drive just over the bridge into New Jersey. Uh, it's it's really not very far. I mean, you got to keep in mind Philadelphia literally borders New Jersey. Um, it's separated by the Delaware River. So it's, it's funny. Very close. This is a a tangent. It's still talking about Philly, but it's funny how many sitcoms wind up being based in Philly, at least that I wind up coming across. And um, there's Really? This... I, can't, I can't think of many, to be honest. Well, so... so I mean, always you... Sunny is obvious, and, like, I guess Boy Meets World, if you want to count that. Always, but, uh... always Sunny, Boy Meets World. And right now, I know um, you have... Uh, Goldbergs. The Goldbergs, yeah. So on, on that one, there's always usually Philly sports team references, but I saw an episode uh, not too long ago where they were talking about Philly cheesesteaks, and then one of the sons was talking about how the best Philly cheesesteak he had was not in Philly, it was in New Jersey, and it was on a Kaiser roll with poppy seeds or something like that. That's Donkey's. That's the place I was talking about on a podcast not that long ago. What about so? Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. I remember, remember. We, we talked about it extensively. <laughs> that's right. Okay, so that's what that place yeah. is. Yeah, I, I couldn't believe I actually saw that episode, and I was like, "What the hell?" I didn't think Donkeys was like a most a popular enough place to be featured on national TV. That's for sure. So, uh, never never that mind that. Remind me, how's the sandwich? It's it's good. I I don't. It's it's like a pseudo cheesesteak. I don't know if I'd really call it a cheesesteak, but it, it is. It's most definitely a good sandwich, and uh, the environment in that little. It, it's basically a dive bar. Uh, it, it's just like a a great dive bar vibe to it. You know, whole place just reeks of fried onions. <laughs> it, it's great. Yeah. Everyone that works there is great. It's in a terrible, terrible neighborhood. Uh, but yeah, it's right, it's right down the street from my office. The, we the go there for lunch once in a while. The imagery I'm getting from this, I just imagine a bunch of like truck drivers that have finished their delivery and they're sitting down at a bar, having a beer, smelling like stale cigarettes and coffee, and and having a sandwich and French fries. Uh, yeah, honestly, not far, not far from that. 
I would think of a setting like that in Jersey or maybe uh, Pennsylvania as well. Sorry, not Pencil, Pennsylvania. What am I talking about? Pennsylvania. Um, that's not what I meant. Pittsburgh is what I meant. Sorry. In Pennsylvania. Same state. But what were you saying? So, yeah, the Goldbergs. That's, it's like my dad's favorite show. It's all he wants to talk about. We just make fun of him at this point. <laughs> all he wants to do is talk about the Goldbergs. We're like, all right, like there's some funny stuff in there, but it's not like the greatest show of all time by any stretch. Yeah, it's just okay. It's yeah. just okay. Um, I mean, there's some novelty to it, but it's just okay. I think for that same it's heavy on the '80s nostalgia, right? Um, I know we do. We still like to watch Modern Family, and there's yeah. a show called Life in Pieces. Which is in some ways started kind of similar to Modern Family, but really went off with their own thing and in their own direction. <laughs> and I kind of enjoy that show more now. I've I've heard of it, but I've never seen it. But uh, yeah, we're still watching Modern Family. Still funny, uh, although getting a little predictable at this point. I yeah, think. the the writing that I found smart and funny at first is now because they're doing some of the same things. Over and over again. Yeah. Yeah. Although, I mean, man, when that show first came out, that whole first season was, like, really, really funny. Yeah, it was. And it still is funny. It's just... It, it's still funny. It's, it's just a little predictable. Yeah, it's not as charming as it used to be. Yeah. I don't know what to say about... Uh, I think I saw the first two episodes of Roseanne's comeback, but I haven't seen any more of it to comment on it at all to see if it's something that's going to stick around or if this generation yeah. is just not going to be up for it. Were you a, like a Roseanne fan when it was originally on? When it was originally on, I don't think I ever saw it. I think I wound up seeing it when it was reruns syndicated on um, like afternoon television. So I remember watching it and I'd get good laughs from it. You know, I'd watch it and have fun watching it. Um, but I did not see it, I don't think, when it was, like, regularly on TV, live. Not live, yeah, but you know I, what I mean. Like, in season. Yeah. I, honestly, I when I was a kid, I remember it would come on. And, like, as soon as you hear that, is it, like, the harmonica in the beginning? We would yeah. always change the channel. Be like, all right, I'm not watching Roseanne. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I watched the first couple episodes of a reboot. And it was actually, it was pretty well put together. I thought it was a pretty funny sitcom first couple episodes of it i think um another show that i got on to kind of late was scrubs so when i started watching scrubs i started watching it because of reruns that were airing I yeah it might have been like on usa or something but it was actually still there was actually still seasons it was it was a show that was not finished it was still in progress so i was able to catch up and then um watch the last the couple girl, of seasons the girl from scrubs is on uh roseanne and that's yeah that's what made me think yeah. of scrubs. And, and the guy from scrubs has a new show yeah have you seen that have is, you it's a podcast show isn't it uh no no like a a, a network sitcom no but in the in the sitcom 
at least what I get from what I've seen is he leaves. He he starts a podcast. He starts a podcast company, I think. Oh, is that the premise? Yeah. I, I didn't. I I saw a couple minutes of it, but I didn't sit down and uh, and watch the whole thing. Although I heard it's it's almost similar to Scrubs, not as surreal as Scrubs, maybe, mm-hmm. but uh, similar style, similar humor type stuff. If it's anything similar, I love Scrubs. If it's anything similar, I'd like to check it out. Were you a fan of Scrubs at all? Uh, I would watch it once in a while. I think, what, it was in syndication and they play like the reruns on Comedy Central, maybe. So, I I mean, I've seen my fair share of it, but I was never really, really into it. I know it has a huge following, though. People love Scrubs. Yeah, I'm one of the ones that wind up really enjoying it. Like, I never wanted to see it when the first few seasons it was out. For whatever reason, I just didn't want to see it. But after I saw it in syndication, I was like, "This is." I can see why people like this show now. It's actually pretty funny. And um, they do a good mix of that, I guess, going off the wall, but yeah. also having some really grounded um, storytelling as well. Yeah, yeah. I, well, are there... Is there any shows that, like, you got into after, uh, like, it's been fully complete and then you ended up, like, binging it on Netflix or Hulu or anything? Um, there is. Maybe not necessarily Netflix or Hulu, but Arrested Development. I watched after the first three seasons um, had already finished. But it, yeah. But I saw it. Not long after the third season had finished. That still counts, though. That great show. Yeah, that's one of my yeah. all-time favorites. So I, I mean, I, whenever I saw it, it was probably in oh uh, something like that. I think. Whenever yeah. I start, because so like I said, it wasn't long after it finished. I, I don't remember exactly when it finished, but it was definitely well before this uh, Netflix reboot happened. Yeah. Yeah, it's always fun, like, when you get into a show, like, it's in season four, but it's still on the air, and then, you know, you watch all these episodes in a row, and then all of a sudden you're on the normal schedule waiting for it to come out every week. And now we're going to be... Like, oh, I caught up, now what? Yeah. Now we're going to be waiting a whole other year for Game of Thrones. That's going to be tough. that's, That's one everyone keeps telling me I should start watching. Yeah, have you not seen any Game of Thrones? No, because I, it just feels so daunting at this point that I would have to watch so much to catch up to everything. But I, I, I'm told it's worth it, right? So I don't know. I, I felt the same way about Breaking Bad when that was on the air. And I, I was like, nah, it's just too much for me to catch up on. I can't do it. And then once it finally did finish its run, we did eventually watch it, and I was like, oh, my God, it's my favorite show of all time. Uh, so I haven't seen Breaking Bad. I have not seen... I've seen episodes of The Sopranos, but I've never seen the series in a whole as a whole of The Sopranos. But, I mean, that's supposed to be a classic. Yeah, I, I've never seen The Sopranos in its entirety either. Uh, my brothers actually just watched through it maybe they finished it up about a month ago 
uh, and said it still like holds up and it's still fantastic. I can 100% recommend Breaking Bad if you can find the time. Um, it, I think that's my favorite show ever that I've seen. Wow, um, those are big words. Favorite show ever. Yeah, it's it's really, really good. Not to overhype it. Now it's probably overhyped and you're going to be, eh, it's okay. But cool. it, uh, yeah, there's been a couple shows that I've gotten into late. Like, I, I never really watched 30 Rock and I watched that all the way through and, uh, same with Community. I, I caught up on that and watched that all the way through. So Community was it. one of those ones that Community and Parks and Rec both started off kind of wonky and then they got their own rhythm and became these really fun treasures to watch, I thought at least. Yeah. And, and then fell off again at the end. Yeah, and then fell off again at the end. Yeah. yeah. Well, do you watch uh, Donald Glover's new show? Um, is it Atlanta? Yeah. I have not seen it. It's so, I don't even know how to classify it. Like the first season. Yeah. That's, that's a comedy. It's a weird comedy. It's sort of a dark comedy, but it's a comedy this season. I, I don't know what to make of it. It's like a psychological indie movie ish take on, I don't know. It's just so weird, but it's so good. I love it. Uh, and there's still some good comedy in there. So you recommend so, it? Were you the one that... I, I love it. Yeah, it's great. Were you the one that recommended the Ozarks? Um, I don't know if I recommended Ozark. Or I is it is it just it. Ozark? Is that all it is? Is that what it's called? Yeah, on Netflix with Jason Bateman. Right. Um, I watched it. It was good, not great, in my opinion. Someone told uh, me, someone had said that it was basically like Breaking Bad, but in the South. Uh, similar, similar. So it, it, it's more like Breaking Bad with hillbillies and uh, I, I guess your protagonist is, I don't think there's as much character development with Jason Bateman's character as there was with Walter White. Um. But it's it's worth watching if you have the time, but I wouldn't mark it down as a must-watch. If you were picking between Breaking Bad and Ozark, 100% go with Breaking Bad, and it's not even close. There was a time I had a... There, there was a time I had a friend tell me, and this is when Breaking Bad was still on there, that the best shows in their opinion um around are breaking bad game of thrones and the walking dead those those were their three absolute favorites um and they had if they had to pick it would probably be a close tie between game of thrones and breaking bad that's that's uh, i get that impression from a lot of people where they say Breaking Bad and Game of Thrones over one and two, or, or maybe they'll throw The Wire in that mix too. Yeah, I haven't seen The Wire. That's based in Baltimore, right? The Wire. Yeah, yeah. I've heard that was a really good show. I never saw that one either. <laughs> I get shit every time I say this, but I watched the first couple episodes and didn't really get into it, so I gave up on it. Oh, um, so you didn't finish it? Uh, 
no, but I, I didn't give it much of a chance. I didn't give it much of a leash. So I guess I was foolish for not toughing it out. I, I guess I missed out. Are you still driving right now or are you home? Uh, I'm around the corner from my house. We're at 48 minutes right now. Um, I guess this is a good time to wrap up. Yeah, sure. Um, yeah. So, any parting words? It's been a long time. We, I think we got a little rust to shake off, but we'll get back in our stride and and uh, when we can make the time to make another episode, we'll have another episode on this season. Hopefully, I'll have a drink in hand as well, and you yes. will be dreaming about what drink you'll be driving home to. <laughs> exactly. I, there's a beer with my name on it when, when I uh, finally park this car. Cool. Well, it's been uh, nice, and it's always fun. So until yep. next time, um, why don't you carry us out? All right. This has been the GCB Podcast. This is Dabs. This is Pavel. Thanks for listening, guys. We'll see you on the boards.